This is the So Worth It podcast, a place where we're talking about growing a business while raising a family, not to mention all of the crazy, fun, and hard stuff that comes with it. I'm sure I don't have to tell you, none of it's easy, but it is so worth it. If that sounds like your sort of thing, stick around. I'm your host, Jackie Ellis. Welcome to the show. there and welcome back to the podcast. As I am recording this, it is officially December, early December, and there's a lot of talk in my mastermind that I'm in with other businesses and among friends who own businesses about how to kind of get a cash injection this month in your business. And so that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how not to write off the month of December as just a slow month because people are busy, because that is that is absolutely true. <laughs> I was going to say that's not necessarily true, but I'm pretty sure that's absolutely true. People are busy. Business owners are busy. Families are busy. It's just a busy time of the year, but there's still an opportunity. There's still potential to make more money to generate more revenue in your business if that is your goal this month. Now, before I get into my 10 ways to increase your sales this month, I just want to clarify that it may not be your goal to up your sales right now. You might be at a place in your business where you want to Take a little bit more time off for yourself. Increasing sales, that may not be your goal right now. And that's totally okay. So I just wanted to say that first, because I feel like there's always a big push for us to do more, grow more, get bigger, faster, <laughs> all of the things. But there's a season for that. And this may not be your season, but if it is, or if you're curious about ways that you can maybe increase some revenue while still taking that time off, then listen up because this list that I'm going to share with you, I think is going to be super helpful. The number one thing that is going to be unique about this list is that it's not going to require you to create anything new. Okay. So this is a list that I created on reflecting on my own business and talking to some of my colleagues because December is really not the time to create something new. It is a, like I said in the beginning, it's a busy time of the year, right? And while we're trying to hit those year-end goals, maybe your annual goals, and an increase revenue, you're not going to have a lot of extra time, most likely, to be creating something new. So don't put that stress on yourself. All 10 of these ideas do not require anything new on your part, okay? So here we go. Let's jump right in. The number one thing that I want you to start with is looking for holes in your marketing, okay? And see if you can plug some of those holes before you even dig into the next nine <laughs> options here. So this is what I mean by looking for holes. Depending on your business, you may have, you know, if you have a course, an online course that you sell, if you're a consultant, if you're a coach, if you have a Shopify store, 
you know, where whatever kind of business you have, we have customer touch points that may be leaving gaps for you to be able to, to go back and fill and convert those gaps, basically pull that money that you've left on the table and convert that into sales. Let me give you some examples. Abandoned cart. Okay. If you have an e-commerce store or you sell a small product um, where someone can start the checkout process, but did not complete it, that's what we consider an abandoned cart. Okay. Abandoned cart is money left on the table. Okay. What could you do right now to go find out who has abandoned cart on your website or in your funnel and connect with that person and try and get them to now take the action. Sales page visitors. Sales page visitors is another way of finding customers who were on the fence, but didn't take the action. They are people who visited your sales page because they were interested in the thing that you had to offer, but they just didn't get that nudge, you know, to get off the fence. What could you do to get back in front of those people? Now, sales page visitors are a little bit different than abandoned cart. Abandoned cart probably put in their email address, right? To start the checkout process. Sales page visitors did not. So that's a little bit trickier unless you know how to use the Facebook pixel to retarget those sales page visitors. It's a little bit trickier to get back in front of those folks, but that's still an opportunity. That's still people who raised their hand at one point and said, I'm interested in what you've got going on here, but they just didn't have enough um they didn't see enough value or they didn't have enough information to make the decision, right? And then hot leads. So hot leads could be a number of things for you. It could mean something different in your business than it does in mine. In my business, it's the people who are opening my emails the most, clicking on my emails, you know, links in my emails the most. It's people who have submitted application forms. It's people who... um have been maybe have outstanding proposals. It's people who are in my pipeline that have actually said, yes, I'm interested in your product or service. But again, they didn't take the action, but they're more qualified than a sales page visitor. And they are more qualified than an abandoned cart because they actually took the action to fill out an application or something like that. So what you should be looking for is ways to move all of those folks forward, ways to reconnect with them. Okay. That could be by email, by text message, by, you know, getting in their DMs, by hopping on a call, by there's a number of ways. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, I want you to, before we get into these, because these are all going to be very closely related to one product. Okay. I want you to think about one product as in the product that you sell the best. And I want you to keep that in mind for the rest of these um, tips, these ways to increase your revenue. Because again, we're not trying to create something new. We're not creating a new product. We're not creating a new service. We're just trying to sell more of what you already sell successfully. Okay, that's gonna be the easiest way to increase your revenue this month. So take that one thing, that best seller, that thing that you sell so well and 
if you use a webinar to sell that or even you know some other some other element of maybe an evergreen style of selling through a pdf a webinar a video series something like that could you easily take that webinar and run it live this month that's going to be a great way to get a cash injection in your business because we know that webinars live trainings whatever convert much better than evergreen trainings do. Typically, people like that live interaction from you. And if you are already running a webinar, you don't have to create any content. If you have your slides already made, your script already made, you've hosted it before. If you have an email list of people that you can promote that to, you don't even have to create any new ads to run to that webinar. Just promote it to your list. Or here's an idea promote it to those people that were in your pipeline, your hot leads, your sales page visitors, that sort of thing. Number two, I guess this is actually number three, isn't it? So we, number one was look for the holes in your marketing. Number two was take your webinar and turn it live. Number three is hold a live Q&A session. So what I love about this is it's not a training that you have to prepare for. Like you're seriously offering people who are interested in what you're teaching, just an opportunity for them to connect with you live for a Q&A, okay? You can answer all of their questions about ads, Mark, well, I guess this is about me and my business, right? I would answer all of their questions about ads and marketing and copy and conversion rates and all that sort of thing for the first, I would say, half hour of the Q&A. And at the end, I would pivot towards the thing, the best seller, the thing that I sell well, and try and convert people into that, right? But that connection that people get with you on a live Zoom call, a live Q&A, that is really going to help get them off the fence. It's all like right now, the thing that is converting and probably always has and always will is connection. People need that connection from you. Okay, number four, offer a referral bonus for people who are already in your program to promote to other people. Okay, there's so many ways that you could do this. Here is one way that I've done this in my program before, and that is I normally give a cash referral payout of X dollars. And when we're trying to do a big referral push, I will double that cash payout. Okay, now I've already calculated the numbers. I know that I can afford to pay double. It's not going to affect my my bottom line and that it's going to pay off in the long run, you know, 10 times over anyway. So I will just send an email, post in my Facebook group that if you have friends, colleagues that are interested in joining the program, this month only we are doubling the referral payout bonus. So that makes it um, a little bit more incentivized. And we could also add in some bonuses. Like if you refer X number of people that you get a prize or a, an extra cash bonus or something just to make it, to gamify it a little bit, to make it a little bit more fun and definitely worthwhile. Now, number five is something that you may not have thought of before, especially when it comes to the end of the year. 
But I know for me, I'm looking at ways to, and please, no, I am not doing any tax advising here. I feel like I need a disclaimer on this. I'm going to speak from my own personal experience only. But at the end of the year, I'm looking for ways to reduce my tax liability um, for this year. So this is when business owners like myself sometimes uh, make purchases for things that we have been wanting to buy for a while or need in our business, this is a good time of the year to do it. This is also the time where I'm evaluating, is there anything that I could pay for in advance that will benefit me in the same way? So what we're doing for our clients, and you could do the same, is offering our clients to be able to prepay for three months ahead of next year. So if your clients have um, a good cash flow right now, have had a pretty good profit margin this year, they may be interested in prepaying for your services, or at least for a couple months of your services for next year. That'll help um, reduce, um, let's just say that'll, that'll create some tax savings for them most likely as well. Number six. Okay. You know, all those leads that you have that did not buy. Okay. The 90% of 98% of people that have opted in for something that did not buy anything. What if you offered them a downsell? Okay. So let's say that you have your main like program or product or service, and they signed up because they were interested, but they ended up not buying. Maybe that thing was too expensive for them. Maybe it was too much of a time commitment. Maybe it just felt too overwhelming, too much time to invest. What if you offered them a piece of that, right? If you already have a downsell in place, then put that back out in front of them. If you don't have a downsell in place, you've got two choices. You could either pull a piece out and, and make that your downsell, okay? But that does mean creating something new, honestly. It's not creating something new per se, but you do have to pull that element out of your program and repackage it, okay? And to me, that is still work to create something new. So that's your first choice. Your second choice is just skip this option altogether because I promised you ways that you would not have to create something new. So there's still nine other choices for you, right? Um, the next one, number seven, is to upsell your current clients, right? That This is an obvious one. So if you have people that you're working with already that are buying your products, your services, you could offer them something more deluxe, more VIP, more hand-holding, more energaging, energaging. I guess energaging would be the combination of entertaining and engaging. I don't know. I don't know where that word came from, but you could offer them something more, just more more than what they have. I've shared this story multiple times in different episodes. And this is an upsell that I purchased when I actually did not buy the main offer. Okay. And I think that we write this off all too often thinking that, okay, if someone didn't buy my, my signature program, my signature service, it must've been too expensive for them. We, we make that assumption all the time. 
And that's not always the case. Sometimes it just feels too overwhelming to them, or there's another reason that they didn't buy. So in my example, I didn't buy a $3,000 program because honestly, it felt like too much work to me. But when this particular business came out with a $5,000 program that was more handholding, more accountability, a little bit of done for me, I jumped on that because I knew it wasn't going to be as much work. So it was a higher price point, but there was more accountability and there were more things that were done for me. So it felt easier. Okay. Now the same thing could be done for people who have already brought, bought your bestseller, bought your main offer. You could add something onto that to make it um, more, more VIP, I guess. Okay. And that would be a very easy upsell. Now, if you don't have something to add on to that, don't go creating something new. This isn't the month to do that, <laughs> but it could probably be very easy for you to add on a couple one-to-one -one calls, a couple consulting calls or something like that. There's not much prep that goes into that. It's basically showing up for the call. All right. Number eight, renew clients that are about to expire. This applies to just about any business, okay? If someone has a contract with you that's about to expire and they're happy with the services that you've been providing them, offer them to re-up. Easy peasy, right? The best and most profitable way to make money is to re-up people, clients, customers that you already have than to go looking for new ones, okay? So that's an easy peasy one. If you have a client whose contract has already expired, you could go back to them and invite them to re-up. You could just think about ways that you can incentivize people to continue on with you or tweak, maybe tweak the package that they have or just extend their contract. You know, it could be that you're about to raise your prices. And if they re-up now, they'll get your current pricing instead of the new pricing. Number nine, this one's going to sound silly, but this one is so, so true and so important. Just make more offers. And when I say make more offers, I don't mean create more offers. What I mean is tell more people about the thing that you sell or the thing that you do or the way that you can solve their problem. That might sound easy. That might feel like something that you're already doing. But if you want more sales, you have to tell more people. And the, the flip side of that is that more people are going to say no to you. But in order to get more yeses, you have to get more no's. <laughs> okay, that's just the way that sales work, right? So go out and tell more people about your offer. Get on more discovery calls. Show up live. Get in the DMs. Whatever way works for your business, do it more. Okay. And number 10. This is going to sound a lot like number four, offering a referral bonus. But what I'm going to say in this one is just ask for referrals. Okay. This could be done before the referral bonus, but there's two different ways that I think about this. I have my clients 
and I have my students. And my students, we just have a like a an automated referral system in there. Okay. When you're in my program, you send us, you know, a friend and you get, you know, X number of dollars cash applied to the program or in PayPal, whatever. It's automated. It's part of the program. For my clients, we do have some referral automation as well, but I will personally reach out to my clients and ask them for a referral. No more than one time a year because that gets that can get old for clients real fast. But I'll use this strategy for specific clients in particular who I know we've been getting really great results for, who I know that has have just been a thrill for us to work with and they too are pleased with our work. Um, clients that we've worked very closely with recently and especially clients who we would like to duplicate, duplicate, right? If you have a client that you are just like, this person is a dream. And if I could just have 10 of this person, I would be very, very happy. Those are the clients that you want to reach out to. And just from your heart, thank them for your business and ask them if they know anyone who would like to get the same kind of results that you're getting for them. And when it comes from the heart and you're genuine about how much you enjoy working with them and so on, you're more likely to, to get a yes, to get those referrals sent to you. Now referrals, I will just say this referrals sometimes feel like a strategy that doesn't work, but it's a strategy that maybe doesn't work as quickly as some of these other strategies. You have to plant the seed. Okay. And you might be planting the seed this month and not seeing that seed grow for a month or two or three months, but it will, it will for sure. So that's our 10 strategies. I hope that you appreciated, enjoyed, whatever, <laughs> these 10 ways to increase your sales this month without creating anything new. That feels so good to me when it doesn't have to depend on something new because you know there's a whole process behind that. So hopefully this feels light and easy to you as well. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Please, 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 if you enjoyed this episode, leave a review. Reviews are the best way for people to find out about this podcast, obviously, and uh, feel free to share it with a friend. All right, until next time, thanks. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As always, you can find show notes, links, and more over at Jackie-Ellis.com. And if we haven't connected yet, make sure you come find me on Instagram at I am Jackie Ellis and shoot me a DM. Let me know what episode you listened to and what you thought. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being brave, being amazing, and just being you. I can't wait until next time.